welcome everybody to <laughs> Buzzword. Buzzword. <laughs> Buzzword Radio Players. Here we are. It's our countdown to Halloween. My name is Allison Abrahams, and I am the co-director of the Enumclaw High School Drama Department. And I am here with my other co-director, Juliet. Just Juliet. It's Juliet. <laughs> we hit that one I perfectly. Feel like that was great. I did too. We are really awesome. Uh, and so we are your hosts here, but it's it's. I know it seems like it might be about us, but it's really not. So we're here with our drama club um, members, our troop one for our, our podcast. And we are in night or show or story 11. <laughs> 11 thank you. Uh, this is podcast number 11, story number 11, where we are telling Brothers Grimm fairy tales. And yep. we've got a number of students with us, but we also have a number of guest stars. And we're going to let everybody introduce themselves and the part that they're playing uh right now let's do it let's do it okay who's up first my name is chloe i'm a freshman and i'm playing the oldest son the second son and the parson yeah you are girl get it my okay. name is shay i'm a sophomore and i will be playing the daughters yeah you will my name is jade i am a sophomore and i will be playing dumbling okay okay my name is Mercer, and I'm going to be the narrator. Like, awesome, oh, Mercer. Uh, My name is Eric Fiedler. I'm a math teacher and astronomy teacher at the high school, and I will be playing the father. Whoop, whoop. My name is Paul Scott. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the choir director here at the high school. And, uh, <laughs> his old man voice. I've, uh, I've been teaching for a really long time. <laughs> He's working on his breath support. Will you please just say the character that you are playing in this sh so that people understand the voice? Old man. <laughs> Gee, how did I not guess that? Hi, I'm Madeline Neal, and I'm in seventh grade, and I'm going to be playing the sexton. Perfect. Fantastic. Thank you, everybody, for joining us today in our countdown to Halloween and our countdown to Frankenstein. We open October 29th. Tickets are available at enumclawperformingarts.com. We hope you'll join us, and we hope you'll keep tuning in. And for now, here we go. This is the story of the golden goose. Every time I say this, sorry, oh, I cut you off. I'm going to go, fine. I've got a golden goose. I've got a golden goose. That's, that's, that's a golden ticket. <laughs> <laughs> I know, Paul's gone. Okay. That's not my current voice. One more time. Here we come. I know. Right at you with the story of The Golden Goose, a fairy tale by the Brothers Grimm. There was a man who had three sons, the youngest of whom was called Dumbling, and was despised, mocked, <laughs> and put down on every occasion. Boo. It happened that the eldest wanted to go into the forest to hew wood, and before he went, his mother gave him a beautiful sweet cake mm. and a bottle of wine in order that he might not suffer from hunger or thirst. When he entered the forest, there met him a little gray-haired man hmm. who bade him good day and said, Do give me a piece of cake <laughs> out of your pocket and let me have a draft. How oh, creepy that sounds. <laughs> if I ran this man in the forest, I would, I would run so fast. <laughs> the man in the woods, he's 
here we go. And let me have a drop of your wine. I'm so hungry and thirsty. But the prudent youth answered, If I give you my cake and wine, I shall have none for myself. Be off with you. Sorry about that, old man. <laughs> and he left the little man standing and went on. But when he began to hew down a tree, it was not long before he made a false stroke, and the axe cut him in the arm, so that he had to go home and have it bound up. Tis but a flesh wound. And this was the little gray man's doing. What? You're welcome. After this, the second son went into the forest, and his mother gave him, like the eldest, a cake and a bottle of wine. Yeah. The little old gray man met him likewise and asked him for a piece of cake and a drink of wine. But the second son, too, said with much reason, What I give you will be taken away from myself. Be off. Not good, not and good. he left the little man standing and went on. His, his punishment, however, was not delayed. When he had made a few strokes at the tree, he struck himself in the leg so that he had to be carried home. Help me. Who carried him home? This would be a hewing school. That's like a great a question. Who carried him home? That. <laughs> then it wasn't Dumpling me. said, the youngest, Father, do let me go and cut wood. The father answered, Heck no, your, your brothers just <laughs> cut themselves. Your brothers have hurt themselves with it. Leave it alone. You do not understand anything about it. But Dumbling begged so long that, at last he said, Just go then. You will get wiser by hurting yourself. <laughs> okay. There's a little bit of truth to that. A little bit of experiential learning. Yeah. His mother gave him a cake made with water and baked in the cinders, what? and with it, a bottle of sour beer. Ew. I feel like they don't like this kid. All right. <laughs> when he came when he came to the forest, the little old gray man met him likewise and greeting him said, Give me a piece of your cake! <laughs> <laughs> and a drink out of your bottle. I'm hungry and thirsty. Tumbling then answered, I only have cinder cake and sour beer. If that pleases you, we'll sit down and eat. So they sat down, and when Dumbling pulled out his cinder cake, it was a fine sweet cake, and the sour beer had become good wine. So they ate and drank, and after that, the little man said, Since you have such a good heart, and you are willing to divide what you have, I will give you good luck. There stands an old tree. Cut it down, and you will find something in the roots. <laughs> <laughs> then the old man took leave of him. Dumbling went and cut down the tree. And when it fell, there was a goose sitting in the roots with feathers of pure gold. Told you. <laughs> <laughs> he, he lifted her up and taking her with him, went to an inn where he thought that he would stay the night. Now, the host had three daughters who saw the goose and were curious to know what such a wonderful bird might be and would have liked to have one of its golden feathers. The eldest thought, I shall soon find an opportunity of pulling a feather. And as soon as Dumbling had gone out, she seized the goose by the wing, but her finger and hand remained sticking fast to it. The second came soon afterwards thinking only of how she might get a feather for herself. 
but she had scarcely touched her sister when she was held fast. At last, the third daughter also came with the like intent, and the others screamed out, away, for goodness sake. I don't know what that goose is doing to them. She understand why she was a keep away, was to keep away. I did not understand. The others, the others are there. She thought. I may as well be there too. And ran to them. Hmm. But as soon as she had touched her sister, she remained sticking fast to her. So they had to spend the night with the goose. Arrgh. The next morning, Dumbling took the goose under his arm and Arrgh. set out. Come on, without buddy. troubling himself about the uh, about the three girls <laughs> who were hanging on to him. <laughs> they were obliged to run after so. him continually, now left, now right, just as he was inclined to go. In the middle of the fields, the parson met them, and when he saw the procession, he said, For shame, you good-for-nothing girls. Why are you running across the fields after this young man? Is that seemly? <laughs> you don't understand. <laughs> At the same time, he seized the youngest by the hand in order to pull her away. Come here, But you. as soon as he touched her, he likewise stuck fast and was himself obliged to run behind. Before long, the sexton came by and saw his master, the parson, running on foot behind three girls. He was astonished at this and called out. Hi, reverence. <laughs> I mean, your reverence. Weather away so quick. Do you not forget that we have a christening today? And running after him, he took him by the sleeve, but was also, surprised, held fast to it. Whilst the five were trotting thus one behind the other, two laborers came with their hoes from the fields. The parson called out to them and begged that they would set him and the sexton free. Help me. But they had scarcely touched the sexton when they were held fast. And now there were seven of them running behind <laughs> Dumbling and the goose. <laughs> Soon afterwards, he came to a city where a king ruled who had a daughter who was so serious that no one could make her laugh. Try and so he had laugh. put forth a decree. A decree that who, whosoever should be able to make her laugh should marry her. When Dumbling heard this, he went with his goose and all her train before the king's daughter. And as soon as she saw the seven people running on and on, one behind the other, she began to laugh quite loudly. <laughs> and as if she could never Thereupon, Dumbling asked to have her for his wife, and the wedding was celebrated. Hooray! After the king's Hooray! death, Dumbling inherited the kingdom it's and lived a long time contentedly with his wife. <sighs> wow. The end. What? That was the really good story. What happened to all the people that were oh, stuck God. together? Yeah, were they still yeah. stuck together? That's my question. It's oh. a lot like they a Congo train. Hey, Paul. Hey, Paul, right. the story's over. <laughs> So you can talk like Paul. I'm just stuck There's like still this. Room for speculation. <laughs> I'm an old man. Oh, you know and what we didn't do, everyone? That, no, what didn't we do? I heard the princess who never laughed, but I didn't know it was part of this. Mm, <gasps> yes. I love that. 
I don't. I feel like I've heard part of this in like a children's story, but that it wasn't. It was Goofy's. It wasn't like this. I read. This yeah, once. it was Goofy. Uh, I yep. that book. It was the hardback of Goofy <gasps> back in the wonderful world of Disney. Oh yeah. my gosh! And the golden yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I I know. Ooh, yeah. I know things. I know everyone thinks I'm ridiculous, <laughs> but I know things. Well, certainly all things Disney. Well, I am kind of a Disney, you know, guy. Like Isn't it. there a term for Disney freaks? Yeah, we're called the fanatics. Um, excuse me, um, Fiedler. Could yes. you look that up for us? Yeah. <laughs> What's the term for a Disney fanatic? <laughs> hey, Fiedler. Isn't it Carbuncle? No, that's hey, Fiedler. Pustule. <laughs> hey, Fiedler. Yes. Will you look up what is the name for a Disney fanatic? What is the name of a Disney fanatic? Let's hope it says something clean. We're called the Mouseketeers. <laughs> Disney fans don't have a name to distinguish that you are indeed a Disney nut. Not true. It's actually not true. <laughs> we have people everywhere. <laughs> there are always eyes watching you. <laughs> okay, here's what I'm going to say, though. This is not what we missed. What we missed was dad joke. Oh, I feel oh. like starting with a dad joke when mm. we have the dads So here. if we didn't start, let's end with a dad joke. Love Mr. it. Mr. Fiedler, are you ready? Nope. Okay. Mr. Scott, are you ready? I was born ready. Oh, Lord. Mm. Oh, 21 math jokes for kids. I bet you Eric Fiedler hasn't heard of these. No. I don't want to hear one. Mm-hmm. You're going to get one. <laughs> no one. <laughs> I love a good math I have one. Joke. Why couldn't the bicycle stand up by itself? It was too tired. It was too, too tired. tired. Oh, come on. Come on, This Paul. graveyard what? looks overcrowded. People must be dying to get in. Oh. My math that teacher one, has a one. piece of graph paper. I think he must be plotting something. <laughs> and with that, everybody, <laughs> thanks so much for joining us. Oh, oh, that's right. <laughs> Sorry. That was just so bad. We were trying to get out of here. What do you call a pig that knows karate? Pork chop. Pork. Oh, what kind of pig? Yeah, a pork chop. A black belt? <laughs> How does a penguin build its house? He glues it, it together. Glues. <laughs> okay. Okay, we're getting like, this episode like I, 10 minutes ago. I feel like we're petering off here. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, everybody, for joining us. Uh, hopefully, you don't, like, unfollow us after this. Uh, <laughs> we'll be back again. I made a pencil again. with two erasers. It was pointless. Oh, okay. oh my okay. gosh. I'm sorry I asked. I'm sorry I asked, everyone. What did the triangle say to the <laughs> okay. circle? Yes, okay. You're pointless. Tune in tomorrow. Tune in tomorrow. Uh, ending is pointless. For Sleeping Beauty. Love, everybody. Bye. Bye.